And welcome to Gamers Cafe. We are open for business for the gaming news that's going on. You know, around the PC gaming mostly because I'm just one person. I can't do all of it. Anyways, I'm your host, Brett Dicer, and that's right. Let's get on with the show. All right. It looks like some ex-Battlefield devs uh, and some overkill uh, veterans as well uh, have come together to make a Viking horror game called Project White. Uh, what this is is basically the premise is that creatures that basically walk on four legs have been dominated by the Vikings. So you aren't playing the humans this time. You're playing the actual creatures. And you start off as a young baby that finds his father dead. It's the whole father revenge story. Uh, and then you kind of grow into it. And then you, that's kind of like what it shows so far. It looks very interesting. It's used the Unity engine, which is a pretty good engine uh, as well. Um, so that look, it looks all great. Uh, the the combat looks interesting. There was a little short bit of it of the combat. Look fast, look fluid. Looks like ways of um, having an enjoyable time with not being human. Yeah, that's right. You'll be creatures. You'll be fighting Vikings. Oh my! Oh oh my! That should be very fun. So you should uh, look at that. Check that out. Uh, Project White looks very interesting, especially since it's more of you are not the dominant uh, creature in this uh, land the Vikings are and you have to you know protect fight against them as well so it should be very interesting to see what that all comes about and if it actually will be uh, a fun game because you never really know with only uh, short gameplay videos all right Titanfall 2 has some patches what this will actually do is help with some uh, smoothing out frame rates with uh, weaker PCs that's right if you don't have a PC that's up to snuff for the recommendations of it or if it's barely just squeaking by uh, this will help it as well now granted I would only use this if you are um, not on a beefy system this is more primarily just to help those that don't have a beefy system so I would stay, I would stay clear from it if you're actually on that one instead uh, but the, yeah it, that, that's a great thing that they're actually doing that I, I think that's a great job of helping those players out as well because everybody wants to enjoy uh, Titanfall 2. I'll give my impressions so far because I'm actually decided to review this one and Civilization 6. So I'll give my impressions so far of the game later on in the show. But that's just kind of what I wanted to show. tell you guys. Alright, Steam has some new restrictions on store screenshots. That's right. Basically what it's saying is that you actually have to put real screenshots in there instead of um, art conceptions or any other marketing materials that they come about this, which is an interesting move for them. So what they did is they kind of showcased um, their own store, like Dota 2, and said, well, a lot of these are not very good because they're just, you know, art artists uh, making these pictures and they're not really screenshots of the game. So what they're trying to do is they're trying to give a better impression of what the game is going to be about and not what uh, the gamer may perceive out of it from just um, artist recreations of the characters. Now, as a marketer, I'm like, ah, oh, this is not going to be very good. This is going to be more difficult. But as a gamer, I'm like, yay, finally, we're going to get more actual uh, screenshots of what the game is and not, like, early alpha E3 gameplay videos. I'm looking at you, Ubisoft, of things that we would love to play but actually isn't what the real game's going to be like. And then we're upset because we were lied to. But so, yeah, so... There you go. Uh, they're changing it soon because there's going to be a redesign of that 
very, very soon. All right, BlizzCon is going on, and it kicked off today, and there was some a slew of news coming out of BlizzCon. I, unfortunately, am not there because it is a little pricey, and I do have a full-time job, so unfortunately, I can't just do that. I would love to do it, but just it happens. Anyways, um, for Heroes of the Storm, if you don't know what that game is, that game is basically Dota. Uh, it's basically a top-down strategy plus RPG game that was very famous uh, when Warcraft 3 came out and someone modded it as Defense uh, of the Ancients. Uh, so uh, so Moab is kind of the, the genre of it, and it's become really popular with League of Legends, with Dota, Dota 2, Heroes of the Storm. Smite is kind of a version of it as well. Um, but they've said that they've updated with... Uh, I'm probably, I might get this wrong, so I apologize if you get names wrong. I'm not the best with names. Uh, Var, Varani, Varanian and Rag, Ragnaros. Oh, I think I got that one right. Yay, Ragnaros. Uh, are the two new characters in uh, Var Varina? Varana is an adaptive hero that kind of can do two different things and take on many different types of heroes as well. And uh, Ragnaros, uh, well, he has an interesting um, abilities of taking over towers and becoming this giant thing and just swatting everything in its path and doing all the stuff that it can do. There's also Nexus Challenge. Uh, which will be interesting with new maps, also some new free characters if you play. Uh, for a certain amount of time, you get some Zarya, you can get uh, some other players as well, so that's a good thing. So yay, yay for free stuff. But yes, that was the announcement for Heroes of the Storm. Also, uh, Blizzard is going to be recreating uh, Diablo 1 and, Di and Diablo 3, and the Necromancer is coming soon. That's right, the first 16 levels of Diablo 1 is coming to Diablo 3, so if you have this nostalgic feeling of wanting to play the old Diablo game, you can do it through there. Um, they will also give you a, a, the grainy, like, old-style look if you want that as well. Plus, from Diablo 2, they will be making the Necromancer. That's right, the guy that can bring the dead is coming back. So it should be interesting to see what what's that what that's going to be about, and it's great to see them still supporting this as well. So yeah, you, you've got that, you've got that. Also, on Overwatch news, there's several things going out. First is Overwatch League in 2017. That's right, you can build up your cred through Overwatch and become part of the league, and then you can play and hopefully earn money that way. But they are starting this up to be more of a powerhouse in esports. So be on the lookout for that if you are kind of me that has been playing off and on and not really playing it very much because you have to review three games at a time, because you thought that was a good idea, and immediately regret it in some ways, and go, yay, more games, in other ways. Uh, so yeah, I'll probably try to get back into it and play it, but yes, League is coming, so be prepared for that. Also, Overwatch Arcade adds new multiple game modes. Uh, also, Quick Play is going to have a one-hero limit, just like... Uh, the competition last season only did one hero limit. They're going to do that as well because they want to make it close to a uh, competitive mode because people are getting better at this game, and so they don't want to have multiple different heroes. It does get a little annoying if you're on that team as well. But arcade mode will have the no limit uh, mode as well. You also will get different loots for playing it or winning three matches. So there'll be a mysterious duel of 1v1. There's elimination of 3v3. Mysterious, mysterious heroes of 6v6 and no limits of 6v6 and all brawls. It's all the popular things as, as well. So that's, a, that's another uh, interesting thing that's coming out from Overwatch. I'm kind of excited to see what's going on with that. 
But the biggest news is Sombra has finally been unveiled, even though there's been a lot of leaks. She's finally been unveiled. She will be on uh, the public test server, which is kind of how they test their different uh, types of new features before they launch it live next week. And she is an infiltrator. It's going to happen. It, we all do this eventually happen. Every game has a, their infiltrator. They kind of suck. They're kind of annoying at times. And they're kind of fun if they're on your team. They're really good. Uh, but she's an infiltrator. She has a, kind of a stealth ability. She also has a hacking ability. She also has a transponder where she can do an escape route, throw it somewhere. Shoot and go, oh, I'm losing it. Uh, that uh, Let me get... Uh, that's like it's me escaping. Uh, no, it's more of a, oh, I'm escaped. Ah, oh, I got you. Uh, the hacking is interesting. So the hacking, what it does is allows you to hack, let's say, Reinhardt to not be able to do his shield or May's uh, ice wall or May's actual freezing ability or uh, anything else like that. Also turns as well. Uh, so there's that. They also will be able to hack first aid kits that's right the whole uh, retreat get a first aid kit and go kill the other person will not work very well on this one thing is is that you cannot hack and be a uh, stealth or invisible it's either one or the other which i do like that trade-off because it's a nice easy balanced trade-off so you have that as well um, her ultimate ability is the emp and this basically shuts every ability down that's right if lucio does his all boom gone uh if even uh sumatra's shield uh when she does it will be gone as well reinhardt's shield will be gone just like the hacking so it should be interesting to see what that does and it could actually be kind of a game changer just like almost every other alt can be as well uh so there's that uh transporter looks interesting as well like i said i I'm excited, but I'm kind of apprehensive because infiltrators are always the most game-breaking characters that can come out of this. I've seen it in uh, what is that other game? I don't remember. It's from the people that did uh, Return to Castle Wolfenstein mod that did a really great multiplayer, Quake Wars. I don't remember the name, uh, but they had, they brought in an infiltrator and just it was it was it was a disaster. No one liked it. All the community was. Hating over it. I don't remember the name, unfortunately. Uh, but it was basically a first-person shooter type like this. Just don't remember the name. Sorry, I can't. I can't think of the name for life of me. It's it's gone. I can't do it. I'm so sorry. So sorry. Sorry. All right. Skyrim Special Edition has been out for about a week, and they finally have done. Um, they have some a beta for updates. One of the updates does fix the sound files. Now, last week, people reported on Reddit and everywhere else that they were having some issues with sound files that weren't as crisp and good as the original. They found that there were some compressed files as well. So in this one, they're going to be doing most of them uncompressed. So they'll be a lot better and a lot easier on the ears. Uh, but you might not notice it as much. Uh, but yeah, so that's, that's, that's kind of the news on that one. Also, if you're a fan of Hitman, IO Interactive has confirmed the second season of Hitman. That's right. It did so well the first season that they are doing the second season of it. Now, I'm like, eh, it, it was good. It wasn't bad. I, I didn't enjoy it. I didn't hate it. I thought it was just in the middle. Uh, there were some problems with it. But all in all, it was a very satisfying first season. Uh, so if you loved it so much, you will have a chance to play a second season. So I would look out for that because that should be interesting. Also for Deus Ex Mankind Divided Breach, update is out now. That means new objectives, maps, weapons, and items. Uh, so basically what it is is an arcade style breach. 
Um, we'll bring a new range of features for Amjits to play with. Ooh. Also, you got energy boost, HP boost, uh, health boost, memory space boost, and available in three different uh, sizes and styles. Also, there'll be a no scope sniper rifle, siege, uh, 3RR0R EM rifle, and the Kaboom revolver as well. So get this and try it out. I didn't like, I didn't mind Deus Ex Mankind Divided. I just didn't think it was better than the first one. I think the story was a little middling and not as good and crisp as the first one was, but it was still a pretty good game all around. All right, so Call of Duty is out today. That's right. All you COD fans out there, I'm not reviewing it. I'm sorry. I'm so tired of Call of Duty. It's, it's not even funny anymore. I cannot do it. Interesting thing is that the Call of Duty bundle is about 150 gigs of space. That's right. You heard me right. 150 gigs. That's uh, quite a bit. Uh, so what happens is that Infinity War is about 74.2 gigabytes of space. Remastered version of Modern Warfare requires 49, uh, 44.9 gigabytes of space. Uh, so the remastered version of Modern Warfare's multiplayer is about 22 gigs. So that comes out about 144 gigs total. That's a lot. That's the most I've ever seen from a game. I've seen 50, I've seen 60, but this much... That's insane. That's an insane amount of space. And uh, on a side note, come on Activision, at least just give us the option of just buying the uh, Modern Warfare Remastered version. I don't want to play Infinity War. I didn't care about him playing Infinity War, but no, you had to bundle it just to make sure you can get more people to buy your new game. You're like, oh, you can get this too. I'm like, just give me that. Just let me buy that. I don't care about everything else. I don't care about your new games anymore. They're kind of just the same thing over and over again. This looks interesting, but it just wasn't interesting enough for me to actually go sold. So that's that's where we're at now. Also on the Call of Duty uh, Infinity Ward uh, news, Infinity Warfare, not Infinity Ward, Infinity Ward, I'm crazy. Infinity Warfare, uh, if you buy it on the Windows Store, well, don't, because here's the problem. You cannot play it with Steam players, that's right. If you buy it on the Windows Store, you can only play it with people that bought it through the Windows Store. It is not a play anywhere type game so once you buy it on the pc you cannot play on the xbox one and vice versa uh so i would actually not buy on the windows store because if you're going to buy on the steam you're going to have more player base than you will on the windows store because windows store is kind of new and most pc gamers just don't want to play it on there let's be honest i'm not really going to be buying too many games in the windows store or if any if i can get away with it it's nothing to do against microsoft it's just they burned us before with the game windows games live whatever they called it and i just we, we, it just wasn't that good, so I just kind of was like burn a bridge, and then they got rid of it, and a lot of games had to you know do a bunch of stuff. It, the first one wasn't great, and then they're trying to do this, and it's just, eh, I'm good. I'll just stick to Steam or Origin because I have to do it every once in a while, or Uplay because I do have to do that every once in a while as well. I don't need another one. Sorry, Microsoft, but you're a little late to the boat, and no. Also, on Call of Duty... There's going to be a new permadeath YOLO mode. Yes, you only live once. Well, not really in gaming too much. You you live thousands of times. But um, it's going to be more of a harder version of it where once you die, you're dead. And you have to start all over again. Yes, I know. Weird. No regenerating health. What kind of was the Call of Duty thing? Uh, so, yeah, you can actually do that. It's going to be interesting to see how well this plays out. And if actually, anybody actually does this one. Not saying the Call of Duty players aren't really uh, competent or really good. Just saying I'm wondering if anybody will actually do this and actually care about this because 
Usually most people care about the multiplayer and not anything else. Just saying. I'm just saying, guys. I'm not I'm not saying that, well, no, the campaign usually does suck. It's really, it's really short. It's really short. Usually the ones I've played. All right. looks like uh, Intrepid Modder has uh, overhauled Assassin's Creed and brings kind of Altair into 2016. That's right. Kind of modeling after the 2011 Revelations, Altair gets kind of, you know, a little bit more facelift, a little bit more of uh, more high-res textures, and not so oldish looking. Uh, so if you want to look at that, you can go to mod, uh, ModDB to actually find that. But it does look interesting. Actually, I saw a couple screenshots. It looked very good. Um, I added with particle effects as well to give a more atmospheric look to it. Also, reworked some textures to make it look more enhanced and look, you know, at least 2011. So it's not as old. It's about a decade old. Uh, so, yeah. When games get old, it, it start, they start to show their age, and you're like, eh, you're a little old there. Like, really old. Now, some games still have their love, like Doom. Doom's really old. It's mm, early, mid-90s. Uh, but people still use it because, you know what? It's still a great game, regardless. Not, we don't, not all gamers care about the graphics only. Most of the time we do, especially with new games. But beyond that, eh, we're, we're good. All right, EA has confirmed... That Star Wars Battlefront 2 is coming uh, 2017-ish. Yes, that's right. They have confirmed this. And so uh, gear up for another very uh, shallow game. That's right. I played and reviewed the original, or not the original, but the reboot of Battlefront. And like most reviewers, I was like, it was great. It was Star Wars feely, but... At the end of the day, it just, it was just too shallow. It was boring after a while. It really wasn't that fun, and you just got tired of it. Plus, with little, very little maps coming out, it just really wasn't that great, and you just got bored of it after a while. It was just boring. I mean, I didn't care for it. They had a lot of different modes. Still don't care for it. Yeah, it was, just, it was just boring. And that's it. But yay, I guess Battlefront 2. Hopefully, there'll be a lot more depth to it and not so boring. Because it is kind of boring. Anyways, Rainbow Six Siege. I know. We're talking about this. Uh, Operation Red Crow adds a pair of Japanese operators. Yes, it looks like they're going to be adding... It's going to be set in Japan. It's going to be adding some elite Japanese uh, operators to it as well. And they look very interesting with Echo having kind of like a beacon type EMP maybe type of thing. And uh, how... Hibana? Sorry if I mispronounced that. Uh, looking like kind of a sniper, almost kind of like a stealthy ninja infiltrator type of operator. So it looks very interesting to see what's all going on about that. I do still think uh, Rainbow Six Siege is one of the better uh, FPS out there because it does kind of do a little bit different from the other ones as you will die really quickly if you just run out. Like Call of Duty, where you can run and kind of kill or Titanfall, you will die really quickly in this game. Really quickly if you're not careful and smart and methodical and taking your time on it. This is more of a taking your time in some ways game. So there's that as well. Now, I do want to take a little time to talk about this because I really do want to throw Polygon under the bus because it's Polygon. Uh, so on December 31st, that's right, Halloween... Uh, Battlefield uh, tweeted out some m memes about um, 
squatting up with your friends and squatting up being like or on a Monday night being like type of meme and some people got offended. Oh my gosh, you're making light of World War One. How dare you? This game was, you know, creating such a like a, a respectful way of World War One. Hey, look at Polygon. I get it. You don't really review games anymore. You do crappy reviews. I read your Witcher 3 review. It was one of the worst reviews I've ever read because your writer got one of the missions wrong and basically, well, he basically focused on the wrong thing. And when I played it, I was like, where did you get this? I'm sorry, Polygon. How about you just, you know, stick to the gaming news and get that social justice warrior crap out of here because you know what? We don't care about that. I don't know where you're going with this. But you are, in the totem pole of actually gaming news I want to read, you're like in the sewer. Like, I would just throw you a... Seriously, who cares if they did a meme? They are selling a game, and it doesn't really have that respect for World War I. You are in a multiplayer, killing a whole bunch of people, dying, coming back to life. That doesn't happen. It doesn't have respect for it. I know the single player had some respect for it, and drew light to it, and all this, ah. But seriously, Polygon, get your head out of your butt and think for once. For gosh sakes, you are the worst. I don't understand where you come from this. And all of a sudden, oh, outrage, outrage. Oh my gosh, I did this, ah. Dude, it's a multiplayer game. You do squat up. They are going with what the game is. And Polygon, can you please just shut down? You do nothing. You, you, you bring nothing to the table. You don't bring intellect to the table, for, for that's for sure. You're like BuzzFeed on the gaming uh, news side. You're like the junk food. You're the junk. And I always tell people to never read you because you're the one of the worst ones out there. I'm sorry, but I'm throwing you under the bus and driving it back and forth several times. Seriously. Polygon, just report the games. Stop bringing into your little, oh, we gotta be PC and just social justice where. I don't care, a lot of gamers don't care. And to be honest with you, you're one of the reasons why Gamergate happened. Yes, congratulations, because you're, no, let's just call it, you're a dumbass. Your organization is dumb with a little bit of ass with it. Anyways, moving on, I'm sorry, I just had to do that once, I just had to, about that because it's really annoying uh but moving on um now i'm going to be doing some impressions oh first i'm doing my battlefield one review so i did play a lot more about of it and i do like it there's a few minor annoyances that i just don't like about it um the biggest problem i have is that the cursor doesn't show up a lot of times i don't know where i'm clicking on so i'm kind of like guessing and going oh is it here is it here it's a kind of like operation Without the like the electrical sting of it, it's kind of like oh I want that okay I'm gonna go here. That's only in the map deployment mode. Once once you're in, the crosshair shows up. It's just there, and it gets annoying because I really want to know where I'm clicking and not this kind of like I'm like the lights are off and I'm trying to figure out what's what and going oh here oh that's the table okay oh that's that's point A gotcha. Um, so that was a very annoying thing. I've had no problems with it so far actually no bugs no critical errors to actually speak of um some of the sometimes when i did like prone 
like the um, sand would be like all like uh, like shiny or like pixelated a little bit. That was only one of the major things. Um, and they did a little bit better job from the beta to now, but sometimes when I try to jump over things, it doesn't really work. That's always a little infuriating, especially when you die. Um, beyond that, um, class-wise, man, okay, dice. You did a really good job mostly, but seriously, fix the scout. Do something with the bombers. Um, and, well, make the LMGs actually better because they aren't really that good. And I don't really see a reason to play support besides just dropping ammo for people. And it's kind of sad because support was pretty good in the other ones. It's just, you kind of just screwed up the LMG and it's just kind of a useless weapon. That's from my perspective. Um, so that's that's one of the things. I, I just don't like the LMG whatsoever. I think the scout is a little too easy to actually kill people with. That's another one of my big problems. Um, assault is pretty good. It's pretty robust. Shotguns are a little annoying, but whatever. That's shotguns. Um, Medic has a surprisingly good weapon. Really good. Really good sh uh, short and medium range as well. Short, not so much, but medium is pretty much the sweet spot for that. Um, scout, most people play scouts because it's easy to do kills because even a body shot will take you pretty much to 20 health. It's pretty bad. I mean, headshot's fine. You get a headshot on me, I deserve to die. Fine. I completely accept that. I completely agree with that. But it needs to be a little bit more of a skill base than an actual easy mode. And I still think scouts are pretty much easy mode. Um... Planes so far are pretty good. I still think they need to really work the bombers a little bit to be a little bit less... I'm not saying they don't have to be a threat in the air, but at least allow like um, fighters to take them out a lot easier um, as well. Uh, so that... I, I do like the fact that tanks are a very fearsome force and that you should either cower or outsmart them to kill them. I'm completely okay with that. Uh, uh, beyond that, I think I like that AAs are pretty powerful and they can usually, you know, deter some dumb pilots to be, let's go straight into it. Goo, 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 goo. You're dead. Oh. Um, but for the most part, I think, it, I, think it's actually, I think it's actually one of the best games I've done so far. I still think Battlefield 2 and Battlefield Bad Company 2 and Battlefield 2142 is probably one of the better ones. But it's still up there. It's still a really great game. It's way better than Battlefield 3, way better than Battlefield 4. By a long shot, I think what they did was a great job. I didn't really care for Rush or any other ones. I just I mainly play Conquest, and that's and that's the best one I think so far. I think Rush is pretty good. The Pigeon Carrier one and eh, whatever. Um, Team Deathmatch had no reason for to play that, and Domination did not care at all. I played a couple of those, but I just I still primarily went back to Conquest because Conquest is what made Battlefield Battlefield. It's the all-out warfare. Take a point. Uh, enemy team tries to take points, and then whoever gets the most points wins. And that's that's the most fun, that's the most all-out warfare, battlefield-type uh, thing you can play. And it's their signature uh, game mode. And I love that game mode. It's the one that I only exclusively play most of the time. I could care less about Rush. What I do like is the new feature is kind of this all-out warfare campaign where they take you through multiple maps and then there's attacker-defender type of thing. That one's actually pretty fun to play, so I would try that out as well. Now, the single-player side of it, yeah, it was actually not bad. Uh, it was really short. I beat it in a night. Uh, so <laughs> yeah, I do beat these a lot really quick, uh, but they aren't that hard, to be honest with you. I beat it in about, I beat it in about, I would say about five to eight hours, depending on how good you are, is around the time of those the um 
campaign is. It did a good job of like uh, showing like different types of uh, warfare in Battlefield. I mean, you know, World War One, like tank battles. Even though the sh tanks should actually be less reliable, they did mention it, but it really wasn't that unreliable. Uh, kind of the uh, Lawrence of Olivier talked about that. Talked about his controversy a little bit. But it was still this raw, raw kind of war type uh, campaign that I was kind of like, eh, played it before, what, seen it before, this is kind of just kind of a retread. I kind of like that you are saying that war is the greatest and this is what it does. But a lot of the characters were just very one-dimensional or really that kind of dynamic. It was just kind of very archetypes that I was just kind of like, yeah, all right, fine. It's, it's, it's plausible. It's passable. It's just not great. It's okay. Multiplayer is the best part about it, and I will say that. So I give it a four out of five coffee, cu coffee cups or uh, gaming pads. Either one, gaming pads with coffee cups. Ooh. But yes, it's a good brew. That's my kind of my um, uh, review system. It's a good brew. Uh, it's multiplayer is great. There's very little bugs. The only nuisance is the non cursor in the deployment mode. It's very annoying. Uh, but other than that, it's it's a really, really good, good game. It's probably one of the better multiplayer games that I'll be playing for a while. I'll be playing a lot longer than, Battle, than I played Battlefront. And I love Star Wars, and I just thought Battlefront was awful. Well, it wasn't awful, it just wasn't great. Okay, now I'm going to my impressions of Titanfall 2 and Civilization 6. So Titanfall 2, uh, if you didn't know, is done by Respawn Entertainment, which was the co-founders of Infinity Ward that originally did... Call of Duty. That's right. Uh, so the first one was Titanfall, and that was um, it was a pretty good game. I actually really enjoyed it. Um, there was no campaign or single-player component. It was all multiplayer-based, and that was interesting, but also kind of a hindrance as well, because once no one's playing the game, you really can't play it anymore type of a thing. Uh, I liked it was fast fluid the first game, uh, great different types of Titans. It was just it was just really good all around. So that was a really good thing. And I played Titanfall 2. I beat <laughs> again i beat the single player campaign in a night uh really easy to beat uh it was it was not bad uh it was kind of just this whole like buddy type of um computer kind of grows attachment to human type of thing watches over him kind of like almost iron giant a little while in a in a in a way uh so there's that as well it was kind of a very standard story arc type of a thing. There really was no big surprises. Uh, you had your standard bad guys, your standard mercenary bad guys of like, you didn't tell me to sign up. You didn't tell me to kill me in a contract, so I'm not going to kill him type of a thing. It was just, it, it was a passable, very, very similar Call of Duty type of single player. Um, follow this person, do these types of objectives. So there's that. The multiplayer, I felt like it was a little more step back from the first one, from the second one. I was a little disappointed with it. It's not a bad single player. I just think it's still it's still clinging to the old Call of Duty type of um, gameplay. Uh, so there's that. I think some of the weapons... I just never understood why there's sniper rifles in a very small game, but that's me. It's kind of annoying. Um, that one, it's just... It wasn't bad, it wasn't good, it was just whatever. I mostly played Attrition, there's there's about six modes on there as well. So, so far it's an eh for me, but I'll play a little bit more to give you my full review probably later uh, next week. Uh, so I can play a little bit more on that. 
Also, Civilization VI. Now, I love strategy games. They're just that. Virtual shooters, RPGs, doesn't matter. I like most genres. Probably not fighting games too much. Just can't get into them. So for Civilization VI so far, I like it. It's actually pretty good. I like the new way of doing it. Uh, I like uh, how there's different districts and, and all that other stuff. Some of it's a little weird about the whole just citizens aren't happy with you. And I really don't know how to make them happier type of a thing. Um, I do like the different types of leadership styles in there as well. And also the religion has a little bit more of importance of it, especially in spying as well. And choosing your own demo uh, um, government system is an interesting thing as well. Plus with the different tech tree and all with that. Uh, provides as well. It's kind of an interesting gameplay. City States brings an interesting dynamic to it where you can send on envoys and they can be kind of basically your ally and help you go to war with other people as well. So I do like that kind of aspect of it. Um, I haven't really ran into too many bugs so far. It's run pretty smooth for a game that just came out as well. Um, came out at the same time as Battlefield 1. Uh, so I'm enjoying it so far. If you like turn-based strategy games, this is one of the games for you. So, so far, I really like it. Uh, I will give you my full review, hopefully next week as well. Uh, so be on the lookout for that. Now let's go on to gaming deals for the weekend. That's right, we got a bunch of different ones going on. So we've got uh, Punch Club The Dark Fist, which is 75% off at $2.50, what? Firewatch, which was an okay game. It was pretty good with um, the voice acting. Eh, gameplay was not as fun to me. Um, that is 40% off at 11.99, And we have a weekend, free weekend for War, uh, Warhammer The End Times. Uh, and it's also 50% off at $14.99. All right, GOG is having a huge The Monster Fall sale going on uh, for a little bit of time. Uh, it doesn't really tell me actually how long it's going on, but you have a whole slew of different bundles of old school and new school games as well. You got Super Hot, fifteen bucks, pretty good game. Transistor is also a good game for five bucks, not bad. Uh, Odd World Aves Odyssey is pretty good for two dollars. Two dollars, that's pretty good as well. Uh, you got a slew of different ones, and they will keep on having new deals throughout the week. So just look back and see what else you want there as well. But this is the first day of the deal, and it's always good with these big ones. Expect Steam to do eventually their kind of Christmas sales going on eventually uh, when we get closer, probably to the more closer, probably to the mid-October, not October, November, excuse me, November is what I'm thinking. Bastion's also $3.79, good game. Uh, Shadow Run Dragonfall is 3 bucks. another good game as well. Uh, Fear Platinum, which I highly recommend the first Fear because it's actually really good, is $2.50. Like I said, really great stuff. Also for uh, Green Man Gaming, because you can't forget Green Man Gaming has some different types of deals. You have Titanfall 2 for 18% off. That's a new game. Uh, Shadow Warrior 2 for 20% off. Uh, right now you have Sonic 2 on sale, and it's not even out yet, so you can get a good deal on that. Uh, Dragon Age Inquisition is $10, good game. Uh, Rise of the Tomb Raider is 18% off, a good game. Uh, so you got, you got a slew of good games coming here. Uh, so you have you have your options, it's pretty good. You got Counter-Strike Global Offensive for $11.29. You have Skyrim. Enhanced edition for 
$33.99. You also have Hitman, uh, a complete season type of a thing, uh, for 8 bucks. So I would check that out. Be sure to also, if you're going to be doing Grand Man Gaming, to actually get registered because you can get extra deals as being a VIP, quote-unquote. So I would actually sign up for it. It's free sign-up, so I would highly recommend doing that because you get a little bit more uh, deals out of that. And all right, that is the end of Gamers Cafe. That's right, we're closing down. We, we, we got we, we to go. It's closing time. You can't stay here. Um, it's a Friday night or Saturday if you listen to this. Saturday. I mean, you got you got other places to go. I'm sorry, you, you gotta go. Anyways, um, I'm your host, Brett Dyser, as always, and be sure to subscribe to Digital Coffee on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play Music, iHeartRadio, and TuneIn, and also uh, follow Digital Coffee on Twitter at digitalco77ee. Also on Periscope at digitalco77ee. Facebook at Digital Coffee Podcast, YouTube at Digital Coffee Podcast, Instagram at Digital Coffee Podcast. Uh, player.me digital coffee and if you like these podcasts please consider supporting me on Patreon and Podbean and if you want to get some merchandise and show off that you love digital coffee go to store.digitalcoffee.com for all for awesome coffee mugs t-shirts and a hoodie yes either one get for your geek friends because they will love you especially their techies anyways join me tomorrow when I go through marketing plan alright guys See you tomorrow, leaders.